0: Listening to the Midday Grind with Martin Kilcoin and Charlie Marlowe on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Five down to the fan, midday grind. This hour brought to you by Offenburg Hyundai. They're in O'Fallon, Illinois. OffenburgHyundai.com. 1989, that's when it began. The original Hyundai dealer in this area. Nobody even knew how to pronounce it. They brought it to O'Fallon, Illinois. And now 30 years later, they continue to lead in customer satisfaction. Service before, during, and after the sale. That's something that they really value. So they continue to track it over there. So if you're in the market for a new car, make the trip. To O'Fallon, Illinois, short ride to a great deal. We've been saying that for a long time, but it's so true. From downtown St. Louis, you're talking about 10, 15 minutes. Highway 64, Greenmount Road is the exit. So whatever vehicle you're in the market for, start the search at Offenburghunday.com And the same price online is what you're going to pay in person. No gimmicks, no games, nothing like that when we're talking about Offenburg Hyundai. Stop by and see them. Tell them you want to go for a test drive. Tell them you heard Martin for years now talking about the Hyundai brand, specifically at Offenburg Hyundai in O'Fallon, Illinois. And coming to us from Greenville, Illinois, I can't call him Robert, although that would be accurate. It's Ish Smith, former president at Greenville College, which is now Greenville University. Uh, a man who has traveled the world, but I kind of want to walk through it. You've lived in the Midwest now forever, but you're a Texan, aren't you?
1: At heart, you're a Texan. I'm a, Well, you're never not being... Stop being a Texan, but after you know sixty years in Illinois, uh, I have to admit I have been influenced, and uh, my I'm not quite as much a Texan as I used to be. As you
0: used to be. Right. So, give us the story. You end up there. You're
1: going to school, and then you end up staying for six decades plus. Exactly. Right? No, I uh, I came up because it was my church college, uh, and uh, so I attended in the fifties. Graduated in fifty seven. Went directly to Carbondale, got my master's, and then I had three college offers, and I took the one at Taylor University over in Indiana, a small school of about a thousand. And then, and uh, so I coached over there baseball for three years, and then my my coach, my athletic director, my dear buddy, uh, John Straw, invited me to come back to be on the staff at Greenville College. So starting in 61, I was baseball coach, assistant basketball coach, ran murals, did everything, loved every minute of it. And uh, and then in 19, well, Coach Strahl early on encouraged me to, and all of his staff, to get involved outside of our own little uh, university college. Uh, and so I got involved in the NAI baseball organization, became their president of their coaches association, Get a call one day from Dr. Harry Fritz, who was executive director, said, Ish, would you like to represent the NAIA baseball on the USBF? And I said, Dr. Fritz, I'd love to. What is it? He said, Well, it's the United States Baseball Federation. And uh, you're like,
0: Sure, do I get a free trip somewhere? Sure, sounds <laughs> exactly. good.
1: Exactly. Well, unfortunately, that's what too many sports administrators are in it for. And that's why I cleared out in 93 for good. But I went from NAIA to being involved in the uh, international baseball elected in 1980 as their president, primarily because the Olympics were coming to the USA and they didn't know this young American kid, but let's put him in as president and see if we can get in. And uh, so for 13 years, I did that. In 1993, I retired after we had run three Olympics in L.A., Seoul, Korea, and in uh, Barcelona, and the rest is history.
0: So you end up saying, sure, I'll be on a committee. I'll go do this. Hey, you want to get involved? And you just sort of raise your hand at the wrong time. You get voted in. And now as the international head, and the names have changed over the years, but it was sort of the International Baseball Federation, Mm -hmm. you're doing this job. And at the same time, Ronald Reagan is the president. And Ronald Reagan liked the idea, right, of baseball in the Olympics. Mm -hmm. Give us the backstory there. Because to me, it sounds like a Tom Clancy novel. Where you end up and how (laughs) how this plays Mm -hmm. out.
1: Well, we got in the '84 Olympics and had a great, you know, successful experience. But we're (coughs) it was (coughs) what it was exhibition
0: at that point. It was demonstration in '84. Called
1: yeah, and uh, the '88 Olympics, uh, we were still trying to get in either one, both. If we couldn't be full gold medal, then we wanted to be demonstration. But we were losing out to badminton. Everybody knew Taekwondo was one of the two. Taekwondo is the king of, of South Korea. But badminton was winning out because the world vice president of badminton was the director of finance or something like that in Japan, and so he had some political power to try to influence the uh, uh, the powers that be to put put uh, you know that in over there in eighty eight. Well, Commissioner Kuhn was able to get uh, President Reagan to write a letter addressed to me, but the content was really to the president of South Korea. And we took that letter over, Bowie Kuhn, Commissioner Kuhn and I, and took it to the Blue House. And about a month later, baseball was selected. And we're 99% sure that was the— straw that broke the
0: camel. Flag. The Blue House. This is where it sounds like a spy novel to me. <laughs> You're over there with the commissioner of baseball, and you got a letter from Ronald Reagan, and it sounds crazy to think, badminton versus baseball. How the hell are we going to lose to badminton? Well, you know,
1: badminton is really big in Asia. You know, all the Asian countries. And really... no offense
0: to our Asian listeners. I was not. I love a good game of badminton, yeah. but it sounds crazy to think, yeah. when Olympic sport-wise. Yeah,
1: well, it it was going in, or it was heading that way. And uh, and President Reagan helped make a difference, and uh, so we got it in. Still a demonstration sport, even though in 1996 we were voted in. <coughs> excuse me again for a full gold medal. But everything in the Olympics is done six years in advance. So in '86 we were voted in for '92 Barcelona Olympics, and we were gold medal. We had reached our goal.
0: All right. So then baseball's got a little bit of a run. And, in fact, well, McGuire would have been, 80, uh, was he? 84. 84. When it was in L.A., they were playing some of these baseball, Olympic baseball games at Dodger Stadium. You had the chance to come to Bush Stadium. There's a great picture that I saw when we were in Greenville of you and Mark McGuire, mm-hmm. and you were giving him some of his gear from back in the day.
1: Yeah, the story, that 84 team,
0: wasn't it loaded with oh some my, big yeah, names? Will
1: Clark and on and on and on. Fifteen of them were in the big leagues in two years. That's how, how strong they were, but... Uh, As president of USA Baseball, when it was all over, I took everything back to Greenville and just stuck it in a closet. (coughs) (coughs) Uh, I've got a winter cold, sorry. And uh, we, uh, I just forgot it until I retired as president of Greenville College. And I decided, well, I can't leave it at the college anymore. I better take it home. So I took it down and, you know, found out I had all the helmets From the 84 Olympics every one of them so uh, I have to admit that as uh, director of fellowship Christian athlete I sold some of them at auctions (laughs) but I hung on to his just because I thought someday this guy's gonna be in the Hall of Fame and he's my friend well a year ago I came to the Cardinal game and was down on the field and talked to him and just off the cuff at the end I said Mark would you like your helmet and he said, oh, man, I would have hardly no memorabilia from the 84 Olympics. And uh, so Andy, uh, the manager, said, why don't you guys come back tomorrow night? It was the weekend. He was going in the Hall of Fame here in St. Louis, so he was going to be here. So I took it in and had the chance to give it to him and, and made him happy, and, and I was happy that I had the chance to, to give me with him. He's a great guy.
0: Ish Smith in studio, former president at Greenville University, but also headed up the uh, International Baseball Federation. And because of that job, you would travel to Cuba when nobody was traveling to Cuba. But baseball, obviously, is huge there. Give us an idea. Uh, First of all, how many trips? And then tell our listeners some interactions you had with the one and only Fidel Castro.
1: Well, I don't know how many trips I made because it was too many. I'm guessing more than 20. But when I first... Started going down there, I had to fly to Panama and then go in. After a while, they began to have the flight that would uh, go from Miami down, and that that made it much better. Uh, I I was elected president of IBA in 1980. Four years later, we'd had a successful uh, LA Olympics, but it was election time. And I was running against a Puerto Rican uh, who was very, had been in baseball. 40 years probably, and a, a, an Italian who had been even longer. I mean, they had been leaders and forever. And so they wanted the position, and, and so the three of us were running. Well, it was a three-day Congress. The second day, the Cuban baseball leaders said, Dr. Smith, come with us. We want to make a visit. Well, I had an idea what a visit was, but I didn't know for sure. So we went to Fidel Castro's office and sat for two and a half hours and just talked. I mean, I thought it would be a 15-minute, glad you're here, welcome baseball, see you around. Uh, I can honestly say we bonded. (laughs) But about halfway through that conversation, he said, Dr. Smith, I guess you wonder why I have you here. I said, well, yeah, I guess you're right. He said, well, (coughs) my people tell me that we can't trust the Italian and we can't trust the Puerto Rican, but we can trust you. Now, we have differences, I know, uh, in our political thing, but... We're voting for you in the election tomorrow. That was about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. By 5 o'clock, that was in all the newspapers. How it got there, well, it's not hard to guess, I guess. Uh, but in, anyway, it was. The two guys that's running against withdrew before the next morning, and I went in unanimously. So Fidel helped me get in.
0: The power of Fidel. Right. Uh, you also said, I think the quote you gave me on the TV side was, they either really loved him, the people, or they really faked it well. Yes. When you oh, when you saw him at a my. stadium.
1: When he would come into the stadium, it would come alive. You know, his people believed that if you would compare what they had uh, medical-wise, food-wise, education-wise, they were ahead of most of the Caribbean islands, countries. But the only problem is they couldn't get out. You know, they didn't have the freedom to get out. But, no, they really seemed. The baseball players all knew him. He all knew them on the national team. He would come in. And he would, they would come up, shake hands with him, and through the net and all. And uh, so, yeah, he was he was well loved.
0: All right. What is the status now? Baseball in the Olympics? So it had a little bit of a run there. It's a tough sport because if you go to certain countries, Europe, of course, they're not playing ball, and Russia, as far as I know, they're not playing ball. What What's the likelihood it's going to come back? And what's... it's
1: back. It'll be back in two, thousand twenty in Japan. Twenty twenty, it's back. But okay. you don't know beyond that. Now, the 2024 is in Paris, and for the first time ever, they actually gave the site two out. So the 2028 is L.A. So we know L.A. is going to want it. The job of the baseball leaders now is to sell Paris on making sure it stays in. So we have that three Olympic run, and then I my belief is it would probably be in for the duration, but who knows?
0: So a kid from Texas comes to Greenville College, ends up being the president of the school. It's a university now, travels the world. When you first got here, you probably thought, yeah, hey, I'm going to go to school here. I'm going back to Texas. Although you did like staying the man, right? That kind of oh, made yeah. – oh, being yeah. nearby was kind of fun.
1: He was my man. Uh, you know, when, when I was growing up in, in Texas, uh, the closest team to us was here, St. Louis. You know, there were no other teams. God, that's hard to think, the, isn't it? the Mississippi. And but we also would get KMOX at night, you know, and uh, when uh, I guess the atmosphere was right or something. So we'd hear Harry Carey. I cut out a picture of a sport magazine and pinned it on my wall with a, a straight pin, and I have no idea who it was, but it was a Cardinal in a Cardinal uniform, and with all that's all it took. From there on, I was hooked. So for hours, I was a Cardinal, and then lo and behold, I got to meet Stan a man and be with him several times, and wow. Wow.
0: It is amazing to think, as you mentioned, there was a time when it was the close. You are in in Dallas. The closest baseball team is in St. Louis and the power of Cam One of the reasons, obviously, that their brand is so strong mm-hmm. through, beyond the Midwest, really. Yeah. Uh, ish, great to see you again. A lot of fun reliving these stories. And uh, what a fascinating life. And I also encourage folks to check out Greenville. The school itself is beautiful. The town is it's neat. It's a small little town. Frank and I have both been there and believe it or not, we, we like to eat food. Neither one of us made time to go to the famous Mario's Pizza yeah, great yeah. Sicilian family there in yeah. Greenville Illinois.
1: Yeah they've been there for 30, 40 years and uh, it's the best yeah it's it's been a great place to raise a family uh, you know I'm my next move is seven blocks up the hill because that's a cemetery <laughs> and uh, otherwise you know' I'm, I'm going to be around.
0: And the university itself, it's improved Doing and changed great. leaps Doing and bounds yeah. over the years. Yeah,
1: they, uh, they're, they've got a lot of online programs, master degree programs, uh, great teacher ed, a new strong engineering program. Yeah, I'm proud to be a part of it.
0: Great to see you again. That's Ish Smith, Robert. Nobody calls him Robert, right? Nobody, <laughs> nobody says nobody Bob. It's Ish. Yeah. Uh, and he's also a fixture at those Greenville basketball games, sporting events, the baseball field at Greenville. Named after Ish Smith, uh, what a fascinating life! You Thanks. know you're old when. <laughs>
1: <That's> yeah. <laughs> <one of
0: them. laughs> All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. It's the midday grind on Five the Fan.